0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. luxury quality within reach go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com slash style hello chickens this is the fabulous adam richard and i have a theory Oh, hey, chickens. I lied to you yesterday. Um, I mean, I didn't know I was lying. I said the Doctor Who Infinite Quest must be somewhere on a streaming service in the where And it the Infinite Quest turned out to be trying to find the Infinite Quest <laughs> on a streaming service. I couldn't find it anywhere. Dreamland is um, on Stan, uh, but that doesn't have pirates in it. That's kind of like a UFO thing. Um, Area 55 business. Uh, But I do have it on DVD, of course, because I'm a crazed nerd. Um, So I watched it. Uh, So yeah, if you don't have it on DVD, I apologise that this is going to be a very strange experience. Basically, this was an animation um, that was created for... Do you remember there used to be like 400 Doctor Who shows um, and half of them were the making of Doctor Who? Uh, So there was... Doctor Who Confidential, where they kind of went behind the scenes. And then there was something for kids called Totally Doctor Who. It's um, <laughs> just, just the weirdest title. It's Totally Doctor Who. And they had like a two to three minute um, animation every week on Totally Doctor Who. Uh, and then all of the animations added up to one big story, um, which they released on DVD. Um, and I think they played it on the BBC as one whole episode. Um Anyway, uh, according to the DVD, this is a feature-length animation starring David Tennant and Freema Adjerman. Um It's 45 minutes. <laughs> don't give me feature-length. It says 82 minutes here uh, as running time. And I don't know what it's included in that 82 minutes because that's... Does that, like, that, that include all the cast interviews? There is like a... Like, there's an animatic version of it, but, like, that's almost impossible to watch because it's really rough scribbles with um, just the voice track and no music. Uh, Anyway, um, I didn't watch that because... Well, I tried to, but it was driving me crazy. Anyway, uh, The Infinite Quest. Um, So, it's a David Tennant story, which is exciting. Uh, And weirdly, he's less annoying when he's a cartoon because he can't move. (laughs) It's <laughs> like it's really limited a- animation like it almost looks like flash animation, like i mean it was when was this made two thousand and seven um so yeah it's uh it's kind of restrict restrained uh as far as animation goes uh so it starts with Giles from Buffy um who is like a cyborg pirate captain thing uh with a giant prosthetic arm and he's got like uh like this, he's <laughs> got like weird steampunk goggles on that, are, uh, like have louvered. <laughs> It's kind of like Venetian blinds inside them. Like it is a weird, you know, like it looks like kind of, you know, cheap futuristic Kanye West. He does have like a shirt with horizontal stripes on, just like a pirate. And he does have a robot parrot in a cage repeating everything he says. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, And his face is completely covered. And he breathes through this weird, he's got like these two glowing green tubes kind of hanging out the bottom of his face. Um, The Doctor and Martha materialize on this guy's ship just as he's gloating over being king of the world or the best thing ever or something. Um, You see the earth kind of below him uh, out of his big windows. So, he's obviously, you know, here. Trying to take us over. Um, And the doctor, you know, does that thing that the David Tanner doctor does, which is info dumps galore. He just starts explaining that this is Balthazar. Um, He forged his ship himself. Uh, which Martha is impressed by, and Balthazar kind of, you know, does a little humble brag about it. Um, uh, Balthazar apparently has destroyed all of De- De- Earth's defences, which the Doctor says he shouldn't have done, you know, in that way. You really shouldn't have done that. Um, and the robot parrot is, like, indiscriminately repeating stuff. Like, I thought he was just repeating Balthazar stuff, but he starts repeating the Doctor's stuff. It's like, just like robot parrot in a cage, just yelling things. Um, so, apparently, Balthazar has a plan Uh, To superheat the Earth in a plasma field, which Martha works out will turn all of the uh, carbon-based life forms, which is what uh, he calls it, which is the people and, you know, animals and everything. Anyway, it's going to turn all of the carbon on the Earth into uh, diamonds. Um, So, we'll all be diamonds. Yay! Uh (laughs) Which are not really as rare as um, the diamond selling people would have you think. Although, here's a fun fact. Diamonds, are like each diamond that you get out of the earth, is estimated to be at least one billion years old. I know, billion, billion, maybe three, like three billion years old. Because they come out of volcanoes. I know this is fun. Like this is someone's topic on the on hard cruise was diamonds. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so I know diamonds. Uh, not much though. So the doctor says uh, he's going to stop this plan of Balthazar's and hands him a spoon, which Balthazar snaps in half with his weird claw arm. His claw arm is well. It's exactly the same claw arm that Mean Machine Angel has in 2000 AD, which I find a bit weird because this script is written by Alan Barnes, um, who, uh, did he work at 2000? I think he worked at Judge um, Judged Magazine for a while. So, it's not like he doesn't know. But so, yeah, I mean, maybe he had no say over what the pictures look like, but I find it weird that. The giant prosthetic arm looks almost exactly like Mean Machine Angel from 2000 AD. But that's just me, um, maybe whinging <laughs> for no good reason. I know Russell T. Davis definitely knows about 2000 AD because Gridlock is pretty much based on Judge Red. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> the Balthazar snaps the spoon in half uh, with his giant Mean Machine Angel claw and you know the the doctor is like oh you shouldn't have done that because there was some kind of metal eating fungus in the spoon which starts eating away at the deck of the ship and up falls to the floor and martha's like no you can't leave the parrot to die so the doctor releases the robot parrot um and then he and martha get in the tardis and uh Take off. And the doctor hypothesizes that, you know, if Balthazar's ever caught, he'd be sent to the freezing prison on Volagnor. Sounds like, you know, <laughs> sounds like a Star Trek planet. Um, so then he gets Martha to give him some random numbers, uh, which he plugs in as coordinates, and they're off to Copacabana Beach. Um and then we see Balthazar's ship exploding, but he has survived and is flying out of the explosion on the back of his robot parrot, which, so I found this a bit confusing because when I saw the robot parrot in the cage, I thought it was like shoulder-sized pirate parrot. Pirate parrot! (laughs) Jesus, pirates must have so much parrot poop on their shoulders. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, it, it was big enough for him to fly on, unless it can grow and shrink, this weird robot parrot. Uh, then we get the opening credits, um, which looks exactly the same, except the TARDIS is like weirdly animated, so it's kind of it's a strange experience. Um, after the opening credits, the Infinite Quest, uh, the TARDIS stops suddenly. I also, whenever I th- think of Infinite Quest, I'm like, was this written like as uh, a riff on the David Foster Wallace book Infinite Jest? Like, I mean, it has nothing in common except for a you know, similar sounding title. But do you think that was just like a thing? They're like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a fun... Infinite Jest would be a fun title, but, you know, kids won't know. So, we'll call it Infinite Quest. It's strange. Um, Anyway, because, I mean, look, I've had to... David Foster Wallace was someone's topic on Hard Quiz that uh, my my colleague Vaya had to do. And lovely Vaya from the Neighbours podcast, if you want to listen to that. I mean, Neighbours is ending, so they're probably doing some very choice material at the moment. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, like, oh, my Lord, did she hate David Foster Wallace by the end of that topic? It was a fun topic, though. Like, I think, was that my episode that I... I think I was the senior writer for that episode. Um, But, yeah, it was, uh, like, looking into his stuff. It's, like, he's a really talented writer, but he just kind of goes in for this over the top nonsense. Like, there's thousands of footnotes in Infinite Chest. Like, the the footnotes are probably the size of a regular novel. Like, it's gigantic. Like, it's a massive big book. Um, Anyway, it's over the top. So, the TARDIS stops suddenly uh, because it's being carried in the claws of the robot parrot. This parrot is gigantic now. Um, Oh, the music started. Uh, So... (laughs) We'll continue the Infinite Jest in the next episode. Infinite Quest. I came, I'm going to keep saying Infinite Jest, aren't I? <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen